What's good, guys? This is C Certified Brewhead. I'm Scott Beer Cole, beer enthusiast, and this is Beer Another. Shh. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of crap beer, we can do this. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of crap beer, we can do this. Yeah. Just a couple blokes helping you understand and enjoy craft beer. One pour at a time. And welcome to episode 19. We are coming to you live from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, from Uncle Scott's balcony. Lovely, y'all probably can't see, but uh, we got the, the lovely skyline in the background. It's really looking, far away, but it's there, believe me. It's looking lit. Yeah. It's looking majestic. It's fantastic. It's a really nice day. It's the first... Uh, Real nice day of the year. Yeah. And so we, uh, outdoor podcasting. Outdoor po- it's our first outdoor yeah, podcast, right? I think it is. We didn't do it from Chamblee because we didn't have the portable mic. Correct. Which kind of sucked. But uh, this summer, I think we're going to be... Uh, a lot of drinking outside. A lot of outside drinking. So we're going to get... we got a big lineup today. A great um, lineup of beer. A great lineup of beers. Before we even get into that, let's just really quickly do the uh, the sponsors. Cool. Uh, first up, we have Brewheads. Uh, shout out to Brewheads, the Brew brewheads.com if you head over there use the code BAOS uh, you will get 15% off all your merchandise craft beer merchandise craft beer merchandise that's what I was looking for glasses shirts and all that fun stuff all the good stuff you got the new snifters now he's got these real yes. dope uh, new tank tops I don't know if you've seen them they're pretty flat do you have any hats still available on his website we have about there's less than five left less than five the glasses which we're about to get drink from today hot. they're all sold out so they're done no uh, more of these sorry guys sorry guys sorry. done you missed your chance you in history. It's done, but we have about five hats left, and then uh, it's all over, and we're going to have some new stuff this year. Cool. So, shouts to Brewheads. Uh, our second sponsor is Ill Note Studios. So, illnotestudios.com. That is my brother Notion. That is why the podcast sounds so exceptionally lit. Uh, he, any mixing, mastering, audio engineering work, production, he can hook you up. If you go to illnotestudios.com, you use the contact form, and you just mention that you heard it on the uh, podcast, you'll receive uh, 15% off your services which is sweet pretty sweet and lastly of course we have uh, Jason Kuchuari 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 the beer wizard Kuch he works for Toronto Urban Adventures which is a beer tour guide uh, company based here in Toronto and uh, if you head over to the website which is just torontourbanadventures.com you use the code brewhead singular you get I think it's 20% off any of your beer tours it's like a cool beer history tour there's a few different tours, aren't there? Yeah, like, there's, like yeah. A, there's, there's at least two, I believe. Sweet. So use the, those codes, get their discounts, and enjoy. So, cool. episode 19. So today, this is our first one without a guest for a little bit. Yeah. So we figured, now you brought these beers back from Cali. From my Cali trip, yeah. Um, America is amazing for their beer selection. And uh, I figured while down there, why not get some beers we cannot get up here? Yeah. Um, some, I guess, really rare beers for us here in, in Canada. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have Modern Times City of the Sun, which is a hoppy, juicy IPA. That's yes. that one right there. Yeah. I tried this beer. I will withhold my comments <laughs> until you get to try it. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, we have this majestic beast, Oof. which is uh, Goose Island's Bourbon County Stout. This guy right here, super rare. At a at a whopping uh, what was it? 14, 14.3. 14.3% imperial stout. Looking forward to that guy. It's gonna be dangerous. I as well tried that, but you haven't, so have not. we'll uh, get to that. Yep. And thirdly, uh, New Belgian Rampant, Rampant, sorry, which is an imperial IPA uh, from Fort Collins, Colorado. 8.5%. Uh, 8.5%. So we got some. 
high ABV things going on here. We do. Have you had this one at all? I have as well, yes. Okay. Uh, so this came in like a, a IPA mixer pack. There was a, a tangerine IPA, which I dropped at the airport oh. right before going through customs. Did it smash? Smash. In the airport. Well, yeah, <laughs> the top came off, it started spraying everywhere, oh, and I'm gosh. like covered in beer. It's midnight, I was catching a red-eye flight, uh, and oh, it was uh, really delicious. I wish you could have tried that. That's okay. You uh, For you another time. Yeah. That's okay. We'll be uh, in Vermont this summer. Yes. So it's going to be, we'll get all that good stuff there. So, yo, I think we should. Uh, would you like to do the honors, sir? Yeah, let's start with the modern times. Yes, yeah, right? so times. I don't need a bottle opener for that. No, we do not. So, we'll uh, get these. Let's give uh, this a little, uh, I really li I like the. Yeah, you hear that can yeah, hear right that? there? Hear that? You hear that can? Is this, uh, have you had any other modern times? I haven't had no, any. No, I haven't. Uh, I was actually, I went to um, what they their beverage outlet, which is called the BevMo oh, in, uh, in Newport Cali. Yeah, and. Uh, the guys that work there are really knowledgeable craft beer, so I kind of asked him, like, what's going on? I was looking for Pliny, Pliny the Elder, and couldn't yeah. find it, and the guy highly suggested this beer, so I thought I'd grab a couple of them, and they were awesome, so I brought one back for Fantastic. you, because you're a gentleman and a scholar. I'm a gentleman and a scholar, so. I, I, it's one of the most common beers, I would say, that I see on Instagram. Oh, feel free to crack it. Sorry yeah, 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 okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's sprayed everywhere, Spray. just the way I like it. Um, yeah, it's one of the most common beers that I do see on uh, on Instagram as far as from, from the beer guys in the States. Uh, all of their different ones. I never really paid attention to the different um, beers in and of themselves. But um, Just modern just, times in general you've seen and all, you've heard about. But it's just one, I don't know why, I just never really had the opportunity to have anyone bring it back for me or anything yet. So um, I'm a nice guy, so... I would go as far as you say go, you're a top mate. bloke. You're a top bloke. There you go, mate. That's what mum said. So Tiff, do you want... Uh, so Tiff behind the camera as per usual. Are you able to have a free hand to grab your beer? Oh yeah, definitely. Because, uh, you know, when we're amongst friends. Cheers, sir. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Tiff. Cheers, Tiff. Oh, Cheers. thank you. Cheers, hey, hey, yeah, really? we all good. drink, we go. all drink. Okay. Hey, mate, how you doing? G'day, bud. That's just my buddy. Oh, wow, that's phenomenal. Okay, what I'm gonna do just for the fun of the video, I'm gonna take a quick photo. Can you wanna speak to that really quick whilst we're taking the photo? Yeah, um, so I had the opportunity to try this guy already. And uh, smile. Um, Beauty. First thing I thought was like, to me, it's like, it's like Hetty Topper light. Hmm. I know we talk about Hetty Topper a lot, and I don't we mean do. to keep bringing it up over and over again. <laughs> hey, but that's like, for me, the pinnacle of IPAs or double IPAs, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And this stands up to that, in my opinion. It's a little less bold, but similar flavor profile, I'd say. Mm -hmm. uh, Definitely say less bold. Yeah, it's not as kicky in the mouth, but... No. It says it's got 85 IBUs, it uses mosaic... Mo I've mean, never seen this word before. Mo Motuka? Motuka, Motuka, that looks like, yeah. Motuka. yeah. An experimental hop, 05256. Which is hella cool that they do that. Yeah. Um, I like it, it says it's loaded with sticky, fruity, new wave hops, pause. Mm. Uh, redolent of melon, lime, and citrus notes. Redolent, wow. I definitely get a lot of fruit in this. This is actually really good. I, I like the name Hoppy Juicy IPA. That's what it is mm. to me. It's like juicy, like it's really citrusy and f like just bursts of flavor in your mouth. No pause. No pause. Yeah. Okay. This is really good. They're from San Diego too. Yeah. San Diego, man. They're just like killer. Barely there. Malt backbone. Yeah. This is just like this is definitely um, super bitter, um, but. What am I getting? It's like, it's like I feel like there's a, there's a slight liquor undertone. I mean, it's 7.6. It's pretty high. Um, wheat ad man, I kind of acidulated and everything. Acidulated. Acidulated. There you go. Seen that word before? Struggling today. Um, this is good. A nice little like a uh, real thin head. Um, super refreshing. 
little bit cloudy. Great color too, man. Like a nice yeah, orangey. It's gorgeous. Like yeah, it's like a real vibrant kind of mm. cloudy orange. Mm-hmm. For some, it's actually kind of like quite palatable. Um, and I was about to say sessionable, but it's not really sessionable. It's like. I hate that word. To, it's easy, nah, sessionable, yeah. Easy drink, I want to say it's like easy a, drinking, sessionable. For, I don't want to say that word because people were not enjoying the, that use in the last it's podcast. It's very palatable. It's, yeah, um, it's like it's not that hard. Like I could it, drink many of these in one sitting. Well, I don't know if you could because that's seven point six will catch, ca- up, catch with you, up to you. Yeah. But it tastes sessionable. I guess yes. is what I'm trying to say. We should make up a new word for sessionable. I don't think anyone's got a problem with the word sessionable. Any people have I a problem do. with the word? You do? No. <laughs> Just me. Just me. No, this is really good, man. Um. Do they have a brewery then that you're aware of at all? That I mean, of course, they have a brewery, but do they have a, a tap room or like a, a brew pub? Right, something? I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, I, I'm not. I didn't make it down to San Diego on my trip, so mm. uh, we were planning on it. Didn't have enough time, um, but apparently, that's like craft beer central down there. So we're gonna definitely have to check it out. Yeah, once you're allowed to leave the country, which will be literally you, like any week now, according to crazy my crazy immigrant to you. I am quite the immigrant. I'm just gonna take a few quick notes. What do you think? So it's fruity. I'll take it off the thing later. Don't worry. It. So this is really good. I'm very, very uh, yeah. satisfied with this. I definitely can see it's really, really well made. It's, uh, I think they're one of the, I want to say more popular, like high upper echelon brews from San Diego. All the, all the San Diego homies like yeah. talk about them. I just feel like they're, they're they seem to be everywhere. This beer is vegan, by the way. Yeah, I did so see that. That's amazing. I'd assume that like what other beers that aren't vegan. Like what? What's I mean? I guess I don't know why they would say that. I feel like, like that's a real hip, like hippie hipster thing to say, but I don't really find it necessary to do so. Would um, Would you consider the vagina beer, this new vagina beer out? Would that be vegan? In, in technically, I don't know if I'm really gonna go there. Today. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't go there. Yeah. Well, we could go there. I mean, it's no different. It's to, a yeast. I, I don't know, know if y'all I saw know. that. There's a. Uh, um, like an Indiegogo campaign with these crazy dudes from Eastern Europe with these really poor, poor English um, advertising yeah, yeah, yeah. on their thing and their video is hilarious. But they uh, they use the bacteria from a particular Czech model or something, yep. and to create the same as the rogue beer beer. I assume they yep. they replicate the yeast in the lab and then they use that to make a beer, which is hilarious in and of itself. Um, and then they were advertising one of the the perks you could actually pay and get your girlfriend's. Uh, uh, they had some word for it. I forgot what it was. That yeah, meant. essence or something like that. Yeah, yeah, some like ridiculous word that yeah. really didn't make a lot of sense. You can cap her instincts or something like that. It was really funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's let's not really give them the time of day. <laughs> I tried though. Did you try? Of course I tried. I'd probably chug pints of it to be honest. <laughs> What if no? Okay, no, no I'm not gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got questions. Let's just you. not go there. <laughs> I got today. questions for you off, off camera, off, off camera, camera questions. Yeah. yeah, but this is a fantastic uh, IPA, right? Yeah. Here. So where do we go from here? I mean, do you want to? Uh, no, I'm not, you know, we have to have this before you have the Imperial, Yeah, I've got to keep the Bourbon County for last. So yeah, um, yeah, but this is super, super solid. Very happy indeed. It's really unfortunate they're not available in Canada. Tiff, what do you think? It's great. You like it? It's great. Great and, and delicious. delicious. Okay, fantastic. I wish these were available in Canada. Um, you know, they don't really don't make it easy to get this good uh, stuff. Question then, I guess I'll have to find out when you went to Vermont or anything. I don't know if you yeah. looked and you ever saw. Because personally, when when I do go there, I guess I'll be pretty conscious of what looking at what brands are available. Because I know it's very state by state. And then on top of that, yeah, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Um, like every state has different availabilities and what they can get I wonder because it's a San Diego IPA do they have the distribution to get to the northeast 
I would really hope so. Worst case in New York, uh, a bit of a, bit we're of in the siren. hood, by the way. So there's we're in the hood. You know what I mean? Crime and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a lot of there's a lot of crime. Yeah, it's pretty gangsta. Crime, yeah. yeah. Relatively G. Um, yeah, anyways. All right, cool. So we're going to move on to the New Belgium Rampant uh, Imperial IPA. Lovely. Look at that bad boy go. So that's looking at 8.5%. And uh, the hops, is it, I think it says on the side there, what's it got? Let's see what we got here. So they say it's an Imperial IPA profiling, uh, sorry, poly proliferating with heavy peach tones, herbal sweetness, and aromatic complexity. Peach sounds amazing. Very romantic. Um, it doesn't say, it just says Indie Pale Ale, brewed by New Belgium. It doesn't really say the hops or anything going on there, but uh, uh, looks delicious. Let's drink it. Yeah, let's do it up. Let me just uh, finish up this bad boy. Mm. New we're Belgium gonna, now, I guess. Go um, right in there. Straight in there. Straight in there. I guess we can't even uh, go. Hold up. This is much clearer than the uh, the modern times. We're looking almost uh, crystal clear, see through, right on that. Ooh. Okay. Definitely a larger head. Totally different vibe. Cheers. Cheers, folk. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Definitely different. Definitely different than the uh, than the modern times. I guess this is um. I don't know because of the clarity. I'm thinking is this a different unfiltered? Like that one might be unfiltered. unfiltered yeah. This doesn't say what hops and stuff it uses. I figure like heavy peach tones. You're getting heavy peach? Not really. Herbal sweetness, aromatic complexity. Oh no. Mm-hmm. This one's a little more bitter than the uh, the other. Definitely a little bitter. I definitely can taste the liquor a, a lot. A little boozier, yeah. Um, this is not, as they say, sessionable. No, not at all. Let's take a quick photo whilst yeah. you can continue talking whilst I'm taking that ridiculous photo. Uh, so many <laughs> selfies. So much selfies. Yeah. So this is um this is interesting. Definitely. Well, yeah. What do the people need to know about this beer? I'd say, um, well, it's definitely the bitterness is is definitely more intense. I I have a bit of a preference for the the. I really think the fruity hops. That's are what I like. About that. Same here. I had an amazing one last night. Just on a quick side note, it was a collective uh, arts. Collective arts, yeah. Um, Ransack the Universe IPA. Okay, oh my lord, it was Amazing. fantastic. Yeah. Like I'd never seen dead ass. It was like one of those yeasty, foamy heads, and it just it wouldn't go away. It's kind of similar. Look, just an unrelenting yeasty Unre foamy head, <laughs> and you can't you can't go wrong with one of those bad boys, yeah. you know. Um, it's phenomenal, and uh, it reminded me a bit more, looking more like the modern times there. But this yeah. is, um, I'm definitely not getting like herbal. I mean, maybe a little bit of herbs. Mm. Does it taste imperial yeah, a little too? Bit. Does it taste? Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's definitely strong, right? I just definitely get... That's uh, a lingering bitterness, I'm definitely getting. Lingering bitterness is definitely more like the liquor backbone in there. Um, I think one little thing, we didn't have like a palate refresher between the two beers That's and true. immediately in, so yeah. I feel like it's a little biased. It's going to be hard to go to this after... Oh uh, my god, it's going to Oh, we'll just pour it in, we're going to get like... It's going to be a dangerous one. Yeah. 14.3% is huge, but yeah, this is pretty good, man. New Belgium don't mess around. I really hope that they uh, uh, become more available in... Um, yeah, I, I got it in a mixer pack. There was uh, this kind of lighter, sessionable tangerine IPA, which I found to be the best of the three beers in the pack. 
uh, there was kind of their run-of-the-mill IPA and then their Imperial IPA. So to be honest, this was the least Both. favorite of the three for Both me. Favorite, yeah. For me, the tangerine, the sessionable tangerine IPA. The one that broke was the best one that I wanted to have here. Damn it. That's like the a, idea was I wanted to do an episode with all three uh, and kind of right. compare each of them. One broke, one I forgot and drank it, and then this was the last one. Okay, that's pretty solid. I mean, uh, you know, I respect New Belgium a lot. They were, from what I understand, one of the first craft breweries. Excuse me, particularly with their fat tire. That um, I remember fat. That was the first New Belgium beer I had. Yeah, same. I had that in Chicago. It's um, an amber or a red. An amber, I had yeah. it in Chicago as yeah, well. Really? As well, yeah. Look at that, because it was crazy. available at Seven uh, Eleven. That's why. Right. I, I think I got it from the uh, Binnies. Binnies. We talked about. I don't oh, know. God, let's not was go Bevmo similar? Yeah. Similar. Um, smaller, but similar idea. Right, but it was was it like like I, I can't even. Deal? It wasn't that overwhelming, but they, I mean they had shelves higher than I could reach of craft beer, beer but yeah. just the variety wasn't as big as the Binnies I went to Probably in Chicago. Better, but for, for your sanity, yeah, it was, it was still a little bit like people had to walk away from me. I'm like, <laughs> like you guys gotta guys. give me a minute. There's a lot of beer here. <laughs> I, I need a moment. Uh, yeah, you gotta digest so. it. I feel like it's. Uh, like, I panic. Like, I get panicked. Like, it's <laughs> no, like, I can't wait to my actually... arms aren't big enough to hold all the beer that I want to take. And not even, like, trolleys. Like, no. uh, what do you guys call them? A like, cart? Uh, like, chopping cart? cart? Yeah. Uh, trolley. It's trolley. Uh, I'd like to fill one of those bad boys out. I want to do a podcast in one of those stores. So once, like, this summer, we'll definitely, at the very least, we'll go to Vermont. But maybe... Serious. I don't know how close to New York Vermont is because I bet if we just go over the border to like Plattsburgh, which I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, is, is cl- as close. Is that right, Tiff? It's pretty close, right? Plattsburgh, Plattsburgh New York. Good and a half from Montreal. From Vermont? Or? So we could oh, probably really? just dip across from, from Burlington though, right? If you went to Burlington for one part, you could just dip across for a day. It's probably like half an hour, 45 it's minutes. East or west, you know? Uh, I think it's uh, west. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Because, yeah, it's west because it's west of Toronto and Toronto's right above New York. So I think we get like the corner of Vermont or something. Okay. Um, but we might be able to get different, like if you went to Burlington and you go get Haiti and get all that stuff and then you dip across to Plattsburgh and see what liquor stores they Perfect. find out what the boss dog went in yeah. the state and I bet they got a whole different range. Perfect. As ridiculous as that is, yeah. like it would work. But this is good, man. I'm very. Uh, I'm not mad at it. I mean, it's it doesn't knock my socks off. I wasn't expecting it to. It's uh, hmm. it's strong. It's licorice. It has that lingering bitterness. I don't like the liquor. I'm gonna knock front. Like I don't. I, not that it's a it's a it's a sign of a badly made beer, a poorly made beer. I just. Well, you don't like liquor in general, right? I'm getting better now. I know I do okay. now. But generally, I didn't. But this girl right here definitely really got me on everything now. So we're drinking like rum with lime, just straight with lime and ice, and um, nice. which I love, and gin uh, tonics now. Nice. Um, so I'm getting more used to it, but I, I just in a beer like I feel like I'm always getting a headache or something. Maybe it's just because we just had like a serious coffee and this caffeine and alcohol and stuff. But it's like. I don't find you live it. a crazy life, Craig Bruce Thorne. Oh, do I ever? <laughs> Caffeine and alcohol. I'm and... just zany, aren't I? <laughs> You're zany. So, You're so zany. Oh, I'm crazy. This is um, I don't know. I just prefer if, if I feel like it's like a, an art to beer make to be to brewing. Well, we always beer said. Beer I remember when we started this whole craft beer or this uh, 365 days of beer. Yes. We had some pretty intense beers uh, right here at the beginning. We didn't know what we we're getting into. No. Uh, like the Navigator was I think 10 point something percent. And uh, that was disgusting, yeah. Right, but you could taste the booze and it tastes overwhelmingly strong. And we kind of made a correlation with good beer as 
not tasting boozy. Yes. You know what I mean? When you, when you have a 10% beer, Good if it point. doesn't taste boozy, it's well like, made. Yeah. If you have a 10% beer and it's like it tastes like you're drinking straight tequila, it's probably not that well made. So, <laughs> and, and I feel like that's fairly consistent. Absolutely. Like, all, all the best beers. Like, I remember we were saying with Hetty, which is like, I think it's 8 or 9% or something. Maybe it's even 10. Hetty's 8 and change. Hey, okay. Yeah. So, you can't taste that. Not at it's all. It's dangerous. Not at all. That's, I, it's good, but I feel like... I mean, That's what I'm saying. So this Modern Times at 7.6... 7. 7. 7.6, 6, yeah. 7.6. I could not taste that 7.6. It tasted like a 5% beer to me. Yes. Whereas this Whereas absolutely this tastes 8.5. Taste 8.5, right. Yeah. Not to say it's not well made, but you can really taste the booze in this. Absolutely. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that, uh, once again, we're far from beer experts here, as y'all know. Uh, I would like to speak, maybe when we... Uh, we're actually, we were supposed to talk to uh, someone from a, from a pretty big, well-known brewery in Toronto today. And uh, we couldn't get the schedule working, so hopefully we'll get that coming up uh, in the next month or two. Um, but I want to ask these guys now, I guess, is like... Uh, when, when I did, I got to speak to... Which I wish you were there for that. We got to speak to Matt O'Hara, yep, the brewmaster of Bose, yeah. uh, which was like kind of on the, on the spot. I didn't have any questions prepared. I wasn't really... Um, you know, I, I got a good bunch of information out of him, like randomly. But I would have liked to ask something like that. Like, is it hard to, like, is is it a, a separate art to have an eight percent beer and then make it taste like a five? Right. Is, is that a thing, or is that maybe just a personal preference? Like, are there processes know. you have to put the beer through to make it taste less boozy with still having the same amount of alcohol in yeah. the beer? Yeah. And if if is it to even be comparing the modern times in this New Belgium here? Is it a bad thing? Is this like a slight against New Belgium that? Or this particular that it brew, tastes boozy. that it tastes boozy yeah. compared to this, is that a difference? I know that uh, New Belgium have a much higher yield because Absolutely, they're yeah. one of the top three, if I'm not mistaken, craft breweries in the United States, and um, Modern Times is, is likely much smaller. So therefore, is it difficult to keep that consistency with the larger and, scale? Yeah, right. like what are you supposed to do? There's, I'm sure there's there's elements in there. Speaking of that, there was this article that uh, we posted on the uh, the BAOS Facebook page. Okay. Uh, and it was talking about how the amount of craft breweries, even though it's the highest it's ever been, it's still disappointing. And it was because the amount of craft breweries now has just exceeded what it was in like... Back in the early... Like the early 1900s, yeah. I'd say 1920s, just something like that. Before, the, uh, before Prohibition. And before Prohibition, yeah. right? We have, the same, we have just more than that. But the population of the U.S. Is was... One-tenth, like, probably, of the size it is Way now. less. Yeah. yeah, it was in like the, the like 30 million or something. Right, like so that. per now capita, yes, we're still a lot lower than still it was back lower. then. Yeah. So it's like we're getting there, but I think it has to be around... Right now, it's like just shy of 5,000 or 4,500 per capita. Capitas. No, in general. That's period. It. Period. That's what I it was there's then. there's a lot more than that. No, it's like oh, four, wow. four to five. That's good to know. But, which means there's a lot of beers out there. And in order for it to be equal to what it was then per capita, it'll have to be closer to 30, 35,000. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is. Which means, though, Canada is in a great spot right now. Like, it's booming something amazing, at least in between Montreal and Toronto, that our, the markets that we're focused on, which we're going to have to explore a bit more this uh, this year. Yep. Um, but also, it's good news for the States that there's a lot more room for that. People want it. And I read this other cool article that was more about, like, the neighborhood brewery. Like, we were talking to Shahan from uh, Lost Craft and about how he chose the contract brewing route as yep. opposed to the... Brick and, brick and mortar style and they were like well there's this whole other type of I don't know uh, I don't know what to call it but they're like the neighborhood breweries so like you talking about that Lansdowne brewery we wanted yep. to check out around the corner here they probably don't sell bottles they probably don't maybe do growlers at most 
they have one or two house brews and they bring some local uh, taps in. From oh, okay, so it's more of a beer, very bad example then. But I'm no, but it is a brew pub. It's a brew pub. Yeah, okay. they brew their so beer. So a brew there. pub, the brew beer, aren't in the, in the liquor stores. Yes. They don't have to stress about right. like what Shahan has to stress about knocking on doors, getting all these pubs to stock their beers. All the liquor stores, which the LCBO has a whole process in and of itself. But the whole thing is that if you go to a city, like whether it's Toronto, it doesn't matter. You want to go to that neighborhood because that beer is to serve that neighborhood and they can survive off that neighborhood alone because craft beer isn't like those like Irish pubs where you're going to get smashed and leave at three in the morning. Right. It's, it's a place where you go from, you know, people go quietly after work, they have their couple beers, they enjoy it, they'll go there for a date, they'll have go there for food, a meeting, have, have a some chat. food, and they'll go home to their families. Exactly. And it's, 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 a, like an, it's no different to a cafe, they were saying. And I thought that was such a cool concept. Like, it's, it's less stress on the brewer, and, and it's, it's like, I guess it makes it each neighborhood so much more like unique and separate from uh, from another right yeah, yeah. And, and that's the beauty that makes you want to travel to those particular places that's so right. also each small little tourism. brew yeah because yeah, I, I know if you come to Toronto and you go to this Lansdale brewery it's the only place you can get their beer yeah. Bellwoods is another great example you can't really get their beer elsewhere if I'm not mistaken I mean, they have the bottle shop. Right, but that's it. Buy. Yeah, that's it. But that's, like, they didn't start with the bottle shop. No, they was had an addition. They yeah. had and I feel like when, like, you know, I guess we've made this pretty clear on the podcast before, you and I, our ultimate goal is to have something like that, and I feel like yep. that's going to be the way to go. I'd like to have a brick-and-mortar place that... I think I'd almost prefer that, though. Like, So would I. There isn't everywhere. You have to come to us, and then we decide, you know what, we're going to do growlers, and then we'll yeah. do growlers, and then you know what, yeah. we're going to do bottles, and we open up a bottle shop on the side. But the goal isn't to, at least in my mind, not to mass produce this product that you know where nope. quality is kind of not really a, a big issue i want small batch like amazing beer kind of cool new interesting styles and i want the people that live in my neighborhood to come and drink it i don't care if people around the world are drinking it yeah it's not to kind of you know blow up and make a ton of money it's like to have a sense of community yeah and have you know cool local product and people that live in that area drink your beer and uh, really I don't cool, know eh? it's a cool concept I like I like that I like idea. it a lot cool yeah. I'm glad we aligned on that yeah. uh, publicly Tiff do you want to try this beer before I knock it out yeah sure yeah um, we should also um, I feel like we should clean our glasses out before we uh, you know do that? pour an imperial stout into an imperial IPA glass we oh. back we back. Sorry, guys. We just wanted to wash, wash our, glasses. our glasses out because we just had two IPAs without washing them out, which is like, don't what's probably shouldn't have done in the should have done that. Yeah. But you know, it's okay. We're here. We lamp it on the balcony. So we're about to do something pretty serious. This is a fourteen point three percent Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. So this is a beer that I personally have been seeing on. Oh yeah, give that bad boy a kiss. Uh, I've been seeing on Instagram from all my uh, American beer homies for quite some time. I'm genuinely grateful that you brought this back, man. Thank yes. you very much. Like, yeah, man. I you, have, uh, you are the beer, like, the beer Santa for me. I, you, brought, I, you brought me the West I mean, you, Terran. You can't go to Merca, so I got to go to Merca for you. Hold the fan, I got to make yeah. this happen. So. <laughs> my man, my man. Yeah. So it's okay, because it's going to be a couple weeks and we can go, go to Merca. It's oh, going to be oh Merca. So I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared. It I'm is okay. it is okay. a scary beer, but it's very rewarding. You will, I think, you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I had the pleasure of having it um, on tap, right? On tap, at kind of a little like 
ghetto pub with a tent over it. Uh, I was after was uh, uh, in San Jose. We went to a Sharks game, nice. and uh, we were kind of wandering about in the rain, and mm. we stumbled upon this kind of cool pub. I don't remember the name, but they had kind of just your basic lineup of beers, and then I saw this golden goose head, and I'm like, "What is that? What is that?" I looked up on the the chalkboard, and it was Bourbon County Stout. I'm like. Get aft! Like, there's Get no way. So, I mean, they're serving beer in plastic cups. So, I had this beer that I've heard so much about. I mean, they sold it in Toronto uh, in limited quantities. I remember you uh, called me yes, to, to come get it. That's right. For thirty dollars a bottle. Thirty bucks. I can ask. Thirty was. Uh, like 10, 10 bucks. 10 bucks. America, 10 American, so man, they were 30 bucks a bottle, and it yes. was this size too. And they, were, and they sold it like that, like in a second. Summer Hill, right? Summer, Summer Hill? Hill, yeah. Like it was only one or two locations. That's crazy. But I, I had it in this plastic glass, and I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. It's as good, if not better, than I thought it would be. So I happened to be in a Whole Foods uh, in Newport, Los Angeles. Just outside, uh, outside LA. just outside LA. I've heard of it, okay. Um, or in Irvine, or Newport, whatever you want to call it. And uh, they had this guy, and I was like, oh my god, that Bourbon County stuff. Just sitting there, like, all unassuming in the landing. bottom. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, she's grabbing like nine of them. I'm like, hey, maybe I shouldn't grab <laughs> nine. nine. This is the stick two. That's like, yeah, one. I took you one. Took one? So, you took one? Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, we just actually looked it up on the uh, Goose Island or the Bourbon County style, whatever it was. Like Beer Advocate. Beer Advocate, was it? No, well, Tiff, yes, and it was. Yes, that. okay, yes. So it was 100, like 100% on Beer Advocate. On Beer is, Advocate, it was rated 100%. That was the Beer Advocate score, and I think the, um, there's the Beer Advocate score by, like, the oh, beer the, writers, and then there's and then the, the public, the public right? which was 95, so, I so mean. it's still pretty lit. It's still one of those really highly rated beers. And then Tiff just found the actual, uh, like, a Bourbon County style website. Site. And yes. there was like three different ones. There's like a rye barrel one and blah, right. blah, blah. So they do variations. So this is the black label. Uh, there were six, six, six all together. Sorry, Tiff. You should be up here, I think it seems for, like. For 2015, there were six releases. Which is phenomenal. This is the run-of-the-mill one, I think. And then there were variations on this. On this one. Yeah. Well, I'm just genuinely grateful to be able to try this yeah. one. This is probably, dead ass, the second highest ABV I've ever had. I had for beer 2000, the 17% McKellar Black, yeah. uh, which was phenomenal, but it was like a punch in the face. It was so serious. Again, I found this, like this is boozy. You can't be not boozy at like 14%, but doesn't taste like 14%, still drinkable. So I'm not going to talk too much about it until you try it because I want to get these bad boys up for it. In these exclusive limited edition uh, Brewhead XC glasses right here. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, Alright, yeah. pour Yes. Oh, it's much lighter than I thought. Yeah? I thought this would be like tar. Well, there's not much head on it, so huh. that can be uh, attributed to the... Um, well, hmm. all the sugars in it. Look at that. It's like uh, a... It's coffee. Okay, very light head. orange, like it's crazy. Yeah. Dissipates very, very quickly. quick. Not, not, it's not too much. heavy, it's too syrupy, <laughs> right? To really yeah, you did out. say syrupy, actually. Yeah, it's mad syrupy. Um, That's right, mad syrup. Mad syrupy. Okay. All right. I mean, it smells like any other. Uh, there you go, Tiff. Any other. Um... Oh well. First of all, guys, cheers. Cheers Ready? to highly rated beers. Highly rated beers. Documented. All right. So. Oh. I'm getting a lot of bourbon. I'm getting a lot of yeah. bourbon. And coffee, very nice. Vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, Lord. Is that not phenomenal? 
That is phenomenal. That's so Yo, good. Yo, there's like a vanilla bean just right in this. I'm yeah. getting so much vanilla. A caramel toffee or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sweetness, the caramel sweetness. Very strong coffee, bit of dark chocolate. I get, oh I, my and God. I, when I had this on tap, I got a lot of star anise, like the licorice, dark licorice flavor. I'm getting less now, but I'm still getting that on the, on the, on the back, the back of my end? tongue. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I see what the I see what the big. Now that I'm drinking it, oh, the bourbon God. is really like the bourbon is it's so bourbon strong. again. It's like they poured Damn. a couple shots of bourbon into this thing. Oh, that's phenomenal. Let me take but a amazing, peek. like ridiculously good. <clears throat> this is I'm I'm amped as shit yeah. for this one. Let's get that quick selfie. All right, um, this is great, man. Thank you. Brown this sugar. Is brown sugar. Yeah. Yes, brown sugar definitely. Tiff, what do you think? That's okay, it doesn't come through in this one. <laughs> this uh, uh, BAOS is for the children. That's right. Except for the over 19 and over 18 in Quebec and over 21 in the States. So it's not really for the children oh, at this all. This is actually uh, hand-signed. Really? Yeah. By Jared uh, Jankowski. He's the, I guess, the brewmaster. Yeah. I wonder if it's actually hand-signed or if it's like printed. I'm sure it's printed. Does that look printed? That looks, that looks like a pen it mark. It looks very pen marked, but, but it, I don't know, man. I guess Goose Island is owned the, by... Goose uh, Island's pretty so, Okay, good, speaking yeah. of that, yeah. I did see an article that Goose Island are opening a brew pub here in Toronto. Represent now, how do you feel about that? Oh! How do you feel about that? I mean, there's a lot of things you could say about that. Are they trying to jump on the craft beer bandwagon well of course well, they, you know what Goose Island been around for a while so they ain't jumping on anything they're right. just expanding right and here's the, the thing I'm not mad at so <clears throat> uh, recently well in the past couple years I well actually last Canada Day I went to a baseball game yes, at the Rogers Centre yes sir uh, a Blue Jay game obviously go and, Jays go uh, go Jays go sports teams <laughs> and I obviously I'm very upset at the beer selection when I go to sporting events because it's usually a bunch of corporate bullshit. Yeah. Uh, whether it be Molson, Labatt, whatever it is. But uh, there was Goose Island, and I was very excited about that. So I think they had their Honkers Ale and their IPA. And I'm like, okay. those are far better options than... Budweiser and Bud Light, so yes, I'm yeah. like, I'm very happy to have that. Yes. And to be honest, I like those beers. I don't care I like who them makes too. them. I yeah. like them. I like them too. And I'm cool with it. So if they want to open a bar or a brew pub, I'm fine with that. And um, as long as they just make good beers, that's all I ask. Make good beers and don't overcharge mm. for it, and I will show up to your pub. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I guess there's still the moral and ethical thing that any like sort of the craft beer enthusiasts might have with knowing that the ten dollars you spend on this goes to AB InBev to continually suppress craft beer and manipulate the industry to make them con to continue to be the head of the monopoly. Um, that is, you know, in any sort of like you know anti, I don't know. Like, is it really a double-edged sword? Is that kind of what we're doing I think here? It's like, absolutely double-edged. You're damned swords. if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Pretty much. So that's yeah. what it is. Like, I would, I would frequent it, and I'm not mad at Goose Island because when we, Tiff and I went to Chicago, when you went to Chicago, it was 2012. Like, yep. we went February. You had the you went tasting like, at the brewery, right? Yeah, we went to the brewery. That was yeah. the most beers I had. I think we had, like, 16 beers at the brewery that day. Yeah. Like, tasters, but yeah. we went pretty crazy. And I, I don't know. I was just so impressed. I was like, we were enamored with Chicago as a whole. Yeah, and, Chicago and was awesome. Literally, the Goose Island Brewery we went to, I think it was in that Wickham Park area, which was right next to the Binnies. 
and that whole experience was just such a phenomenal thing. You're already drunk walking out of Goose Island, and you go, oh, what's this? It's fun to get some wine. It's at a wine depot. You walk into Binnie's, and it's just like angels come down from the sky, <laughs> and there's literally thousands of craft beer, and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Because I didn't know you could bring many back. Like, you brought way back, uh, brought back way more than we did. Is the bourbon hitting you? Is that what it is? Or? Yes, sir. I have to drive, too. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Um, and, you know... I do have, and at the time in 2012, if I'm not mistaken, because I did look it up, AB and Bev had not bought Goose Island. At the time, time. right, exactly. So that was like straight original. And I know for a fact, because I've read a lot up on this, because this is probably the first high profile craft buyout by a a major. Um, They didn't mess with the brewmaster, the brewing process. I don't think they fired the staff, they just expanded. Right. Which is great for the beer itself. That's why the beer is still rot. That's why people still, still camp up. out for, exactly. this, for this beer every year, man. Yeah. Um, so I get it. It's just like, you know that the money is going to someone who has a genuine disdain for craft beer and they're only buying it because macro beer sales are dropping and craft beer sales are growing every exactly. year. And that's the only reason. So it's once again, but the same token, good beer is good beer is good beer. Who, yep. who cares who makes it? That's it. That's what it comes down to. It's it's, it's a real tough thing. I'm, I would 100% be present at this Goose Island brew pub. We for will sure. be there. Yeah, we'll I love it out knowing. As soon as it opens. Oh, for sure. And I like, you know, Tiff and I were at, um, we, we run the, the hip hop and breakfast event at the Den uh, every month. And they have, uh, I think it's the IPA on tap there. And of all the rest of their beers are garbage macro beers. Every single Keith's and, yep. and, and other stuff like that. That's the only one. So we went there uh, to check it out the night before our event last month. And it was, we had that and I'm completely satisfied. It's a great IPA. It's totally sessionable. It's totally drinkable. It's great flavor. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not mad. And if I went to, you know, to the to the stadium and the Jays game or whatever, even uh, I assume it's at ACC too, right? Probably at a, at a um, Raptors game. I know it's a Skydome, but I know uh, at the ACC they will probably have for Raptors games, being that they have Budweiser too. Probably at the Bell Center in Montreal where they do the other sports teams games. I love sports, guys. Sports in case you didn't notice, sports I love sports. Thing. Big fan of sports. Yeah. Big fan of sports. <laughs> um, how about those uh, Golden State Warriors? They eh? 73 games in a in a season. That's a pretty incredible. Uh, you literally record. just went online and like found a general sports. I, and I just love sports. Why guys, I love sports. It? I love sports. I don't want to talk about. It. I just love sports. Oh, okay. okay, just relax. Let's leave it at that. But I'm just saying that. The you know the fact that these guys are available at multiple places now is as a beer fan as a fan of good beer and I just want to drink good beer wherever I'm at. I, figured, I don't want to have to pay a, pay you know mad money to get like you go to somewhere like Oceaga like a festival and you're paying like ten dollars at least give me something half for decent. a Budweiser exactly. yeah like give me give me this give me this option. I figure don't hate appreciate if they want to make a beer bar. We'll go check it out. I mean, if they have some tasty offerings, I will definitely be back. Yeah. If they don't, on to the next one. On to the next one. So I'm pretty happy with that. But, yo, this um, this Bourbon County stat, like, if it comes back to Toronto, I would definitely urge any Canadians or any Torontonians to stay up on, on, on the info and this, get down to the LCBO. And, this and is a real this a real special treat. Like I, I, It really is. I don't really want is. to have it all the time. It doesn't like, taste 14%. I, no, I want to have this at Christmas time. I want to have this at like special occasions. Should be a new Christmas beer if we can grab it. This would be a great Christmas beer. Oh, like, we're going to be in Australia this Christmas. Oh, we are. God, we're not going to be about that. in the same continent. In, in like just over half a year, we're going to be on the other side That's of the world, crazy. which is really exciting too. Your first we're going to have a hot Christmas. I've never had a hot Christmas before. So that's exciting as well. Out. And like I know, uh, I we we got into craft beer in 2011, and I moved here in 2010. So I know zip about Australian craft beer. Like 
Sweet FA. So I have, I've had a few recently. Actually, the other day on my birthday, I had um, an Aussie beer, the Pirate Life, which is apparently yeah, you quite liked Adelaide. it. Always oh, fantastic. Nice. Pirate, Life, Pirate Life Pale Ale, and I had the Mornington IPA. Mornington is the Peninsula, South of Melbourne. So they were both phenomenal. I feel like Aussie craft beer are going to be next level, nice. and I feel like it's going to be a, a pretty fun Christmas. Took a little longer, but they're going to. I think, well, as everything does out right. there, but I mean, maybe it's just it wasn't communicated because we weren't watching it. We were really watching America mostly, and even in Canada. I was telling someone the other day that um, how slow it was when we first went to places like uh, Great Lakes and Nickelbrook. They didn't suck, but it wasn't good. It wasn't great. It was better than it's everything else. It's crazy here. Now they've like, set their game up. They've set their branding game up, their beer, the brewing game up, everything. everything. Yeah. And, and that's what I want to talk to uh, those guys. I'd love to get those guys on the podcast and, and talk to them about their growth and the way they change. That's, yeah. that's very interesting to me. And when we get to Australia, I assume we'll uh, set up a few meetings with some... Um, with some people out there I actually know Very someone uh, who owns a, a bar in, in the equivalent of the Myland so like a hipster kind of cool, cool. area Fitzroy in Melbourne so we'll be able to go there and do some podcasts there and stuff but anyway I digress uh, this is a great beer I'm very happy with it um Anything else to add for, for, for this episode? We want to keep it a little bit short today. We're giving yeah. you a bunch of long ones. We just want to come touch base. Scotty did get these beers for us. We've been waiting to have them for a, a couple months. Do you know how hard it was? They've been sitting in my beer fridge looking at me every time I go Every in day there. you open the door and you're like, ugh. Yeah, I appreciate that because I know like, how much No, save is. me for Craig. <laughs> Craig's thirsty and he likes delicious craft beer. And he podcasts and <laughs> reviews his beer online so you should save me. Okay, that's it. What I meant, like... I really wanted to drink them and I didn't. Yeah, I appreciate that. So bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna. Do you go, rate this? Is this like a? This is phenomenal. But is it like? This is like. Is it like white whale? Like is it like? I wouldn't say oh white whale. I would say it's up there. The McKellar Black, like I said, it had that the beer two thousand was seventeen percent and it was in the in that level of ridiculous flavors. Um, the other one that I had that I can remember was. Um, I can't remember the name of the brand. It had a picture of a map on it. It was an American beer, and they got it from the LCBO here. And I know like, what oh, I know. You know what I'm talking about? A big one, a 600, yeah, 700 mil. It was a bomber. I, um, I can't remember what that one. That was also phenomenal as far as like these level of like... 1050 was also another one we had. The I Oscar love Blues. 1050. Oh, my God. So lit. God. So lit. Um, this is up there for me. Just, it's, oh, so, it's up there. It's so bold. It's like... You mm. like you have to drink it from a snifter like it's a fine liqueur or something like it's yeah. it's kicky in the mouth but it is it's still a beer but it is so strong and bold but flavorful and sweet and mm. there's complexity to it um, like I rate this beer really yeah like, it's, it's up there in some of my favorite beers absolutely I can definitely see why people camp out for this beer, you know? exactly so um, no I'm very grateful man I appreciate that I'm, I'm glad we got to have it and hopefully we'll be able to get the 2016 I guess the 2016 comes out next year is that how this works I'd assume so yeah mm-hmm. well, it's like they age it for a year over these barrels and, and you can also it says you can age it for up to five years up to five years so I mean maybe like, this should be our new Christmas beer I'll, I'll have a few aging each year maybe what we can do yeah do you know what like this summer we're going to be in the states and we'll do some podcasts from Vermont from New York and stuff like that at the very least so we'll be able to grab if we can get our hands on some seller, up, up that seller way. a few of them seller a couple of them like I've still cool. got we've, we've got the seller's actually looking pretty good now I can picture a whole bunch of stuff in there I've still got nice. the um, we actually saved for last Christmas and we got we didn't have time to drink them we got those um, Belgian like St. Bernardus 
Okay, yeah, I still yeah, got yeah. all of them. Like the eight. So we did a couple of them, no? Nope. We did them the year before last. Nice. Uh, so we did them 2014, and I saved them. We're supposed to drink them 2015, but we didn't drink them, so I still have them aging. The Christmas one's really good. I haven't had that one. So I have to get that bad boy, but I got them other one. Anyway. We digress. We digress again. So, uh, yo, great beers today. Um, you know, nice casual podcast. We're very happy. We're sitting there. Yeah, nice little Our first time. outdoor podcast of the year. First outdoor. So hopefully next time we do one. Toronto in the background. Holler at the CN Tower. Look at it. Oh, it's majestic. It's gorgeous. Beautiful sunset. Drinking oh. beers on the patio. Love yeah. my life. Loving life right here. Yeah. Wish I didn't have to drive, but you know what it is. Um, I'm looking forward to doing the next one from the crib at the, uh, on the rooftop. Just lamp and the sun just shining down upon us. Upon the mandem. Is it woman-dem? Or is it just mandem, even if there's chicks involved? It's not like French? It's, it's just mandem? Like ILS. Yeah. So if there's like one woman that doesn't change, like, or one no, man. That, one woman with a bunch of men. No, it can be uman What if it's only woman? Gyal-dem. Oh, gyal-dem, of course. Or uman. gyal Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear gyal-dem, uman <laughs> how would you say? How would you say in Jamaican? How would you say urban outfitters? Urban thing. <laughs> Jonathan and me always like urban outfitters. That sounds like because they put H's French in front of O's, like uh, orange. It's a urban outfitters. Yeah, that's something I can't do. It. I'm fucking not from there. Friggin', friggin' frig word, you? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> One each, one each. That's not okay. too bad. Let's too end bad. this while we're Let's doing good. It's yeah. about to get dangerous, Let's guys. Thank you for joining us. Episode 19. Beer now the sh- the podcast. Catch ya, people. Keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs>